as I'm still becoming familiarized with the blessedness of this parish, I realize that we only have 17 days before you know the anniversary of the dedication of our own church and the and the celebration of you know the feast day of our own patroness, Our Lady of Hope. You know, comes around the bend. Unfortunately, I won't. I had some long-term plans that will take me away um, uh, from the, uh, d- during that time, but I think it's worthy to mention a few things about Our Lady as Hope while we still celebrate Mary, Mother of God, because it's still a bit, I dare not say redundant, because nothing's redundant with God, but certainly synonymous in a way. That the hope that we have in our Blessed Mother is inseparable from her being Mother of God. In fact, everything about the Blessed Mother that we venerate, everything we cherish, everything we treasure about her, it's all because she is Mother of God and nothing short of it. But for, you know, for our purposes today, for thinking about why we must consider her to be the source of hope because she is Mother of God, we turn to this reality that, as St. Paul has said to the Galatians, that the fullness has, of time had come. When the fullness of time of God had come, you know, our God sent his son, born of the woman. Born of a woman. As uh, Pope Francis said, it was last year. Last year he said in his homily, uh, celebrating this this holy day, he said, all things begin with the woman. And that's, you know, consider the first creation. The first creation, especially in the second narrative, where though the chronology shows Adam being first, everything's insufficient. It's not harmonized yet. The status quo is not what God had intended. But when Eve, the first woman, shows up, then, then there is the great Eureka. Adam looks into her eyes and sees what God intended. When he says, bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. That's the marking point for the beginning of a true humanity. And likewise, here at the beginning of every new year, we look to our Blessed Mother because she, by her yes, was the source in which God made the next great beginning. Her thy will be done, her let it be done, made it possible that God could empower us all to say it likewise. She is the source of new beginnings, which makes it so appropriate that she is the first, it's the first day in which uh, veneration of her and as mother of God that we celebrate the first day of every year. And in doing so, I, I think it ought to keep in mind that a new appreciation for the womanhood that God has given us in this life of humanity should be treasured in new ways, appreciated with a thanksgiving that surpasses previous years. And I'm not just talking about the, the womanhood of Mary herself, 
but that of all women. Though the angel did say, you are blessed among women, among all women, it's not to say that she was the only woman who was blessed. For every family, you could say that the presence of the woman, and both as spouse and as mother, is what makes the family what it is. Or at least it can't start being the family and without it. Remember growing up so many times asking my father for permission, especially if I knew that he was more, I mean, he was the more the soft one, you know, when it came to getting permission on certain things. But if he said, sorry, unless mama says so, it's not going to happen. New, Year, New, Year, uh, New Year's Day is a time of thinking of new resolutions, new commitments. Who better to go to than the one who was graced to be the mother of our Savior? The one who was graced to be the first disciple, to be an example for all disciples. To be the first one to introduce humanity to that discipleship. But when at the wedding feast of Cana, she says, do whatever he tells you. To be the one to lead the first, first of the, or, or not the first, but the, the beloved disciple, John, to the foot of the cross, when all felt lost. The mother of God was able to bring some hope back into the picture by the grace of her presence. Our blessed mother can do the same for each one of us. At times such as these. When we think about how our own discipleship can be, can be renewed, we ought to think of this beautiful imagery in the Gospel of Luke where the shepherds see Joseph and Mary and the Christ child all together. She was the first one to caress and embrace the Savior with pure love. It's an embrace that we all deserve to give our Savior. And an embrace he certainly wants to give us, first of all. Let's look to her and ask our Blessed Mother for a courage, a new courage, to face this upcoming year, 2021, with a grace-filled audacity. To be generous and thankful as we never have before. Thanks be to God.